everybody, hello. Welcome to Thoughts and Rants and Jogging Pants. I don't know if I call this the 80s edition or not. I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about back in the day. Anybody ever ask you, what was it like back in the day? What was it like in the 80s? Or I suppose it doesn't matter if they ask you or not. If you're like me, you don't even need to be asked. I just love to talk about back in the day. That's just part of getting older. You know, my parents did it to me. They used to love to say, oh my God, we used to walk 500 miles to school in in snow that was up to over our heads. And, you know, we didn't even have television and all that kind of stuff. I used to hear all that, you know, just roll my eyes. (laughs) But now I find I'm on the other end of it, right? And like, I'm dying to talk about back in the day. Like, it's just so different. I mean, I don't think about it all the time, but I do think about it. And there's just certain moments where I'm looking at all the stuff around me, you know, like my phone in my hand. And I mean, oh my God, there is just so much content that's just like torpedoing through the air towards my brain. Just, and I don't even have to try. I don't even have to try to get it. It's just right there. My God, it's everywhere, right? Five million different ways I can get content through my phone. That's just my phone. Never mind the old school, go pick up a book and read it. There is just content sometimes. And then I'm kind of the person too that um, I have like, my my head just fills up with content on its own anyway. Like I'm a, that's why I'm doing this podcast. I'm a provider of content. Uh, I'm trying to be anyway. My My head just fills up with content whether I'm looking at something or not. So I'm trying to be on the, uh, I'm trying to dole it out. Yeah. I like, I like talking about back in the day. I like, I like the eighties, especially, you know, and we love to put those memes on social media. Like I don't do it, but I watch them all the time. People my age do it all the time. And it's just like, Oh, you know, well, you know you're an 80s baby if you know the answer to this or if you've, you know, seen what a fax machine is and blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? There's just always that kind of stuff. My favorite thing to talk about is the telephone, right? When I try to describe what the 80s was like, it's like in our house, we had a rotary telephone. And I don't know if you know what that is. I mean, well, most of you, I'm sure, know what it is. Anybody that's a little bit younger probably is like, what is that even? A rotary telephone. It's like a telephone, not cordless, you know, it's plugged in and it has a like a dial, like a like a, a circle with numbers on it. And and there'd be holes over top of the number. And you'd put your finger in that hole on that number and like pull the dial to the like edge. I don't even know how, how how you would describe what the edge is. It's like a little metal th- thingy that stops your finger from moving. So you pull that thing to the edge, and then you got to do it like six more times for six more numbers. You got to wait for it to come back. Oh, my God. Like, and I know, you know, it's arduous, but it's not. You know, it takes like... <laughs> It took like 30 seconds to dial a number. I don't know. But that's, you know, when you're used to it only taking five seconds, 30 seconds is a long time to dial a number. And especially like sometimes your finger would like slip off the number. You know what I mean? 
and it would slip off and you'd oh shit, you gotta start all over again. You gotta hang up and start all over again. And that's it's just it's just work. It's it's exercise. I don't know. It wasn't like it's not the worst thing in the world. It's just but that's what it was, right? And the phone would ring. It was always the same ring. You know, like there's no ring tones, there's no that thing might have had a volume control on it. I'm not sure if it did or not. But you needed it to ring loud enough so the whole house could hear it because the thing was is not necessarily in the room with you, right? And it would ring and ring. And you know, again, if you go far enough back, I mean, there were no, not everybody had answering machines. So there were, and when I say answering machine, I'm not talking about voicemail. I'm talking about a machine with a tape in it that recorded a message. It would like, come on. And you'd have to like leave a message on this thing. It was like a physical device that you had to have plugged in beside your phone. And that's if you even had it. So some of these, uh, we didn't have an answering machine for the longest time. And you just ring, the phone would just ring and ring and ring and ring and ring, right? I was taught, you know, let it ring like 10 times. You know what I mean? Because, you know, somebody's in the other room, somebody's on the toilet. I don't know. They, they tripped over something. You know, you want to let it ring enough times so they can come get the phone uh, when you're trying to call them, right? They don't answer. You don't know, you know, I guess if you're just calling to talk, well, no big deal. But like, sometimes you had plans with somebody and you're just like, hey, I got to just tell you something. Like, you can't shoot them a text. You can't, there's no other way to get this message to them. It's like the phone or go to their house. And if they're not close enough, you got to use the phone. And, you know, you would call these people and if they're not home, it was like maddening. It's like, oh my God, like, you know, I'm going to try back in 10 minutes. You know what I mean? You got to, you got to just try back, hope they call you back and you'd sit and wait and wait and wait and wait. That's what the eighties was like, man. You would wait and wait and wait and wait and wait. And there was nothing to cure your wait time. You know what I mean? Like you're waiting in, in the lineup at the bank. There's no, you can't just whip out your phone and just start, you know, going on Instagram or something like this. Like there was nothing to do. You just had to stand there and stare into space. Right. And that's what the eighties was like, man. And probably every generation before that too. It's like, we just had to stare into space. You just got good at thinking about like providing content for yourself. Right. Is you just get good at it. You have to waste time. Just stare at that wall, right? Just stare at that, at that person. Oh my God, it's creepy, but you had to do it. What else is there to do? If you were trying to meet somebody, you know, and, and they didn't meet you in that spot at the time they said, you might try, you might go to a pay phone, put money in a pay phone to try and call them at home to see if they left the home or if they left a message with somebody to say, oh yeah, by the way, I can't make it. Or you just like, I don't know, you'd give them a certain amount of time while you're late. But if you're like an hour late, then I'm just going to leave, right? And there's no way to know if somebody canceled plans with you. If you were trying to ignore somebody and and you didn't want to talk to them and you just let the phone ring and they were like me and they were going to let the, let the phone ring 10 times before they hung up. Oh my God, that would drive everybody in your family nuts. You'd be like, just pick up the phone, just talk to him, just tell him you don't want to talk to him. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, 
you, no, I'm just gonna let, I'm just gonna let it ring. I'm just gonna let it ring. But of course, if you got one of those persistent people that let the phone ring like a billion times, you're just like, oh my god, the noise is driving me crazy. Just pick it up. Just tell them you don't want to talk to them. You couldn't, you couldn't do that, right? Oh my god, ah, it, it was, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts, man. It was ridiculous, uh, but it was normal, you know. And and now now is ridiculous, and depending on how you look at it. But anywho, um, that's just a, a fun thing that I like to think about when I when I think about the eighties and I think about back in the day, the telephones. But to be honest, we've seen all those memes. You know what I mean? Like we've seen all of the all of the quizzes, all of the things that show up on social media when when they talk about back in the day. But if you want to have like a really unique perspective and try to explain to somebody what the 80s was like, you should go onto YouTube and find an episode of The Price is Right. And that will tell you a lot of things about the 80s that you may not have considered. Like when we talk about telephones, we talk about technology, we talk about video games, we talk about everything being new and better and touchscreen and da-da-da-da-da-da-da and all the stuff that didn't exist back then. Like that's low-hanging fruit. It's easy to think of those examples. But you want to get some tough examples, I, I go and watch The Price is Right from the 80s and it, it will tell you all kinds of stuff. We did this uh, not too long ago. My son was watching, uh, He, you know, he'd heard about The Price is Right and he found it on YouTube and he was watching. And I kind of said, well, what are you watching? He's like, oh, I'm watching The Price is Right. I've heard it's, you know, <laughs> I've heard it's like a good show. But he's watching like the Drew Carey version. And it's like, Ah, you know, sorry. I like Drew Carey. You know what I mean? Sorry. Listen, Bob Barker was the host of The Price is Right. And that's all respect due to Drew Carey and all that. Impossible act to follow. But I said to my son, look, when you're done this sometime, next time you want to watch, let's download, let's download, let's go to YouTube and let's check out prices right from the 80s from when i was growing up okay and that's you got to see bob barker you got to see some of these old games you know what i mean like to me I, i wanted to show him that and so we did we checked it out and uh <laughs> i have a, a list of um i have a list of observations and you know the cool thing about this this um this episode that we were watching was that it had also the commercials And the commercials tell you just as much as the actual game show. Like the commercials were funny as hell. So I did one from like the early 80s. This episode was like 1981. I mean, the early 80s to me with like, that's the 80s. Like that's the 80s when I think about the 80s. I know the late 80s had some, had some magic, had some cool, <laughs> had definitely the big hair and all that kind of stuff. But like the, the early 80s to me was magical. So, um, You know, we we started watching this episode and, it, and with with Bob Barker, and it's just like you got to see this guy. And I I looked it up as how old he was. This is 1981. He was already like 58 years old. But let me tell you, he looked 10 years younger than I am right now. I'm I than I look for sure. And man. What a slick dude, you know what I mean? And he, he's charming, you know what I mean? He's charming. He had that 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 leathery voice, man, with the with the sleek microphone. He had that long, sleek microphone, you know what I mean? 
Oh my God. But anyway, <laughs> Bob Barker, you got, I gotta love that. And this was before his, uh, the, the animal control stuff he used to do. He wasn't doing that yet at the end of the episodes and stuff. If, if you remember him from that, but, um, yeah, man. Uh, so what do you, what do you learn when you watch an old episode like that? You learn a lot of things. Uh, number one, you learn that inflation is real, you know, um, the prices that they're charging for some of these things. And I, and this is, I'm watching a, a Sears commercial there and they've got, they're talking about, um, jeans for less than 10 bucks, like a pair of jeans. Uh, you know what I mean? Ah, it's serious, but come on, like less than 10 bucks. Wow. <laughs> um, all refrigerators were like brown or green or like yellow. If you're lucky yellow, you know what I'm saying? Like the color palette from like the late seventies, early eight was disgusting, disgusting. I couldn't believe I, you see that all the time. It's the best. Uh, but my childhood was like that. Everybody I know had an ugly fridge. Everybody I know had one. It was nuts. Bob Barker was funny. You know, he, he, he's sort of like, he liked to give people shit every now and again when, <laughs> when if they like made a mistake when they were like coming up or they weren't um, playing the game right or whatever. He just kind of like, I, I don't know, man, he was a little sassy. It was kind of funny to me. I guess he did that to avoid boredom or whatever. You know, uh, he did, there was this one part of this one episode I was watching where he kind of like, it would have been cringy by today's standards. I, I thought he, um, you know, he was talking to this lady who just won a motorcycle or whatever. And he's like, he's like, listen, you have to promise me that you're going to ride this motorcycle. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll ride the motorcycle. He's like, you're not just going to give it to your husband or your brother. And I was like, I was like, whoa, Bob Barker. <laughs> <laughs> as pretty, as, I don't know, man. It, it, I have, it read as pretty sexist, man. I was just like, wow. The, I, man, but you know, I don't know. But I, I mean, it was, it was the time. You know what I mean? I just, I was just like, wow, I you can't get away with that. I was like telling my son, you can't talk like that now, man. But, um, and I was like, don't even like, <laughs> not even in front of your mother. You know what I mean? But it, it's fine. I mean, well, you can't get mad. I mean, it's not like, no, number one, is Bob Barker. And number two is 1981. You know, and that's just how people talk. But my God, like, so they, they're talking about cars. They're giving away these new cars. And they were saying that one uh, one of the, the things that they had was like power steering, you know? And it's funny, you don't hear about power steering anymore because people take that for granted, right? But there used to be cars that didn't have power steering. And Power steering, and I, I'm not obviously, this is not a technical explanation of that, but if you didn't have power steering, your arms were supplying the power. Like the wheel was like just kind of like harder to turn. And, um, you know, I can't believe it. power steering didn't exist before that. But like if you've ever tried to r drive a car that doesn't have power steering, you got to muscle up a little bit on your arms. You know what I mean? It just doesn't, it's not as easy. And I was like, oh yeah, power steering. You know what I mean? These are the things, I haven't seen any memes about power steering. Nobody talks about that, but that was a real thing back then, man. There was no power steering. Um, I was watching a, a commercial for Tab Cola and it has like this great jingle. I can't sing it. I can't remember it now, but it was just they're talking about, you know, beautiful people, beautiful people uh, uh, <laughs> uh, drink Tab Cola. I was like, why? Because it's sugar-free and it's like, 
like everybody's like thin and stuff like that is like, I don't know if you're allowed to talk like that anymore either. It's not inclusive. <laughs> a tap cola anyway, man. Some of these uh, crazy drinks, where are these drinks now? Like where's RC Cola? You know, um, I was lucky enough to get um, uh, my, my, my wife bought me a, a Tahiti treat. Um, I think it's called Tahitian treat. Now she found it somewhere, but I was like, like a fruit punch pop from back in the day um so if you remember you remember tahiti treat like um that was that was available all over the place like it was a common drink um but pretty wild man uh, it was nice to have that it tasted good um so i don't know why they they took it off the market fruit punch isn't a big thing anymore either what happened to fruit punch man fruit punch was big in the 80s too i don't, I don't think i don't really hear about fruit punch much anymore um Band roll on. There was a commercial for band roll on. Like, man, how do you describe those roll ons? Like, maybe they still exist. I don't know. And then maybe that's not an 80s thing specifically. I just haven't seen them in such a long time. I don't know if they still make them. But it's like a it's like a thin stick, a deodorant stick, but it's got like a ball on the end, right? And the ball I don't know on the on the bottom it, there's like like deodorant juice or so you know what I mean like you you roll the ball on your armpits and as you're rolling it it becomes like juicy and then your your <laughs> your your armpit gets gets juicy it gets that deodorant juice on it and the the as the ball rolls it picks up more like like deodorant and puts it on your armpit um you know but I think later on um maybe people realized they didn't like their, their armpits to be like all wet and full of deodorant juice. And they got these dry sticks that became more common. And I think that's what happened, but band roll on, it was crazy to see a band roll on commercial. I see, I saw Orville Redenbacher commercial. So Orville Redenbacher in the eighties was like alive and um, like doing his own commercials. And, uh, and he had the, the popcorn, but he also had this one in this commercial with, with buttery, f- my new buttery flavored oil. And I was like, gross. <laughs> I guess buttery, did buttery flavor oil t- take off? Like, is that what they use in the movie theaters? I'm not sure. Um, but anyway, he was rocking like a huge bow tie um, and doing it in a way that like the hipsters never could. You know what I mean? Like he was just, uh, he was a character. But I doubt the hipsters would have approved of his, you know, new buttery flavored oil. Like, man, the 80s was full of like fakey substitutes for like real food. Like that, it, like, like fucking cheese whiz. Like, how, I, I mean, I think that's still around. Like how many people are still eating that though? Like, ugh, gross. All these like, like substitutes for like real things. Like 80s was all about that. And every commercial had like a crazy jingle. Um, every single one. It was, it was madness. It was fun. Actually, uh, they would get stuck in your head. They were like earworms, you know, and like some of them I remember to this day, but every, every commercial had a jingle. If that company, uh, was spending their advertising money, right. You know what I mean? They had a news update. Uh, <laughs> they had a news update for like a, the, whatever local station this was on YouTube. So I don't, I don't know somewhere in the States. Right. And, um, you know, they'd always have this guy at a desk delivering the news and there'd be like this square box over his left shoulder that would have pictures, you know, trying to sort of support what he's talking about. Uh, but it wasn't like, you know, you weren't seeing like video of like, here is it, we're on the scene and all that. It wasn't so much of that on, not on these updates anyway. I'm sure the, the full news show had that, but these, these, 
the square box was funny to me. Um, you know, if it was something that involved world news, there would just be a picture of a map of like Poland or Ireland or something like that. Just like the, that, that's what they would put in the box. So, um, if it, you know, like there, like there's war or something like this or whatever, there was no, you know, footage of like any of this. It was just a picture of, of the map of that country, like a very primitive look. It was good though. It was funny. And when, um, he warned of a cold snap endangering the crops of Michigan cherries. Um, there was like a, a square box. The square box had picture of fake snowflakes and, uh, um, and, and the word weather written on the fake snow snowflakes. So that was funny to me too. Um, they're, they're also concerned about Ohio's strawberries and the New York grapes. So let's hope that 1981's crops were okay and they uh, did this the cold snaps didn't uh, didn't get to them too much you know um they were concerned about that and i'm concerned about you subscribing to thoughts and rants and jogging pants and telling a friend if you will please uh i would love that and i hope you are all having a wonderful day and that's all all my 80s talk for today and i'm going to leave you on that note all the best thank you so much for tuning in